Create Art Podcast. Commentary. End of year ramp up for 2021. Hello, friend. This is Timothy Kimo Bryan, your head instigator for Create Art Podcast, where I use my 20 years of experience in the arts and education to help you tame your inner critic and create more than you consume. Now, how do I do this? Well, I use conversations, interviews, commentary, and projects to help inspire you to take an idea and bring it into the world. In this episode, I'm going to wrap up the year and discuss what was accomplished, what didn't work out, and what 2022 will look like. Now, to those who uh, observe Christmas, have a merry day today. And for those who uh, observe other holidays, I hope that you have a great, relaxing season. So a good question you might have is, well, why do a wrap-up episode? Well, it goes along with my mantra, tame your inner critic. Now, this is one way to do it. Looking back on all you have accomplished in a year makes you take notice of what you've done. I know my inner critic tells me I'm constantly lazy, but when I review things that I have done, I have an argument against that inner critic. And, you know, it's kind of impressive when you actually look back and see what you've done and look at all the work that you've accomplished. See, a lot of us out there, we don't do that. We just, you know, work and then go on to the next thing and work and go on to the next thing. But take a look back every year and see, did you make a little bit more than you did last year? And that is going to help out your, mm, what do I want to call it? That's going to help out your, uh, you know, your, your, well, it'll help out your inner critic, but it's going to help your confidence levels because you're going to show yourself that you can do this kind of stuff. So, Hey, Tim, how did you get all this stuff done? I'm glad you asked. Well, last year, I used a tool called FreeCamp. Now, it's a project management tool that I use to help me stay on track. Now, at any point of the year, I could see what I needed to do for the day, the week, or the month and track the results. Now, why is this all important? Is is FreeCamp, you know, sponsoring this episode? No, FreeCamp is not sponsoring this episode. But I wanted to improve my consistency throughout this year. And I needed something besides a napkin or notebook paper to help me keep on the straight and narrow. Now, I use the free version of the tool, and I do highly recommend it. Uh, the, The links will be in the show notes. And I broke down every episode using this tool into three steps. And that would be research, record, and post. Now, I also use a tool to schedule and complete my web. I use use this tool to schedule and complete uh, my website. And it also allowed me to determine the level of priority that I felt each task needed. Obviously, posting is a high priority because if I don't post, nothing happens. Now, the tool emailed me uh, every day to let me know what task needed to be completed and what was priority. Now, I set up the podcast this year to have three distinct parts. The regular episodes, streaming episodes, and KDOI rebroadcast episodes. 
Now, when I review what I have done, I can see what I did and what I didn't accomplish. Just looking at the numbers of episodes, and you know, if, if that's your measure of success for yourself, I actually planned over 80 episodes. Now, 60 of them were project episodes. And that dealt with a National uh, Poetry Writing Month and National Novel Writing Month slash National Podcast Post Month. We had 10 KDOI rebroadcasts and 10 regular episodes. Now, when I'm looking throughout the year, I got just about all those episodes done except for about three or four due to life getting in the way during November. Now, that's not too bad. 77 out of a possible 80 episodes is a pretty good rate to be at. I also planned, you know, 10 live streams and I got seven of those done. Now, live streams are something that I added on this year and I was learning how to do video editing and, uh, you know, just trying to figure out how to market those episodes and where they fit in into the overall thing of Create Our Podcast. You know, again, Seven out of 10 for my first try is nothing to sneeze at. That's pretty good. Now, some of the behind the scenes things that you should know about. I made episode art for each episode, no matter if it was for a regular episode, a KDOI rebroadcast, or a streaming episode. And that was about 35 shows. Now, you're going to say, what, what do you mean 35 shows, 35 episode arts? Well, for April... And for November, and those were my project months, those each got one episode art for the entire month. And then just every day that I was, uh, you know, podcasting and, 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 and doing the challenge, it shared that same episode art. So, you know, I, I made 35 pieces of unique art. Now, luckily, I use templates to make that happen with the with the episode art. I used a, a thing called Canva. It's an app that you can get for your phone and you can also get it online. And I use the free version because, hey, I'm a little bit cheap like that. But I made episode art that way. Now, I also set up templates for each of the episodes in WordPress ahead of time so that I could easily, you know, drop in my audio in each template and, and publish the things quickly. Templates are going to save your life. No matter what art form you're into, see if you can create templates for yourself because you'll be able to get a lot more done. You don't have to reinvent the wheel each and every time. If you have a template that's working for you, rock it out. The templates for the show art, pretty easy to make. You know, um, I would change around the pictures and I would have, you know, three different images for each show. Uh, so one would be, you know, the logo for create our podcast for every show. And then I would change the positioning of where that appears. So, whereas, you know, if it was a, you know, a regular episode, it would appear in like the lower right. If it was a KDOI rebroadcast, it'd be in the top or if it was a streaming episode, it'd be lower le uh, lower uh, right or lower left. I would switch those around to, you know, kind of show you that visually then what kind of episode it was going to be. Also behind the scenes that I, I don't really uh, track too much, 
But I had, um, I was on a few podcasts this year. Now, because of some of the connections that I made in the podcast world, I was on Poetic Earthlings run by York Campbell. And because I had worked with him on his show doing some voiceover work, and there will be links uh, to Poetic Earthlings in here, but because of the work I did with him, I was doing voiceover work for Most Precious Commodity, which is another podcast. It's produced by York, but it's put on by another guy. Now, keep in mind, York lives in Canada. And you know what? I'm not sure if I would have ever connected with him unless, you know, we talked to each other a few times during the pandemic. Now, early on in the pandemic, I also appeared on Joel Chachio's podcast, uh, the Hack Poet uh, podcast. And like I said, that was during the early days of the uh, pandemic. And we discussed our love of poets that, you know, we both enjoyed. We talked about uh, T.O. Eliot and Dylan Thomas. Again, we'll uh, post uh, show. You know, we'll put we'll post links in the show notes. Uh, unfortunately, he shut down his podcast, but I, you know, can link to the show that I had him on for this podcast. And just recently, I connected with a good friend of mine, Chris Jones, of the Art of Business and Writing podcast. And in that episode, we discussed creativity. Again. It's because I put myself out there that I was able to make these connections. And by putting ourselves out there and networking with the artists around us, you never know what you're going to run into and get involved with. I also started up a new podcast called Find a Podcast About, where I review binge-worthy podcasts and interview the hosts. More on that later. Now I'd like to focus on some areas that I didn't do so good at or I failed at. And you know what? It's important to recognize but not dwell endlessly on our failures. If you dwell on that stuff too much, it's going to stop you quicker than anything. And when you're trying to make a name, you know, it's going to stop you quicker than anything when you're trying to make a name for yourself. So like I said earlier, I planned 10 streaming episodes and I got seven knocked out. I didn't get the three taken care of because, you know, I was running on fumes at the time when they were ready to come out. Now, as you can see, I have a, I had a very robust program of episodes that I wanted to get out. And since right now I'm battling a recent diagnosis of MS, sometimes my energy levels are just not there. I also didn't have a good framework for doing those live streams. It was an attempt. And I'm happy I did the episodes and provided that style of content to you. However, I'm not an expert on creating these videos and promoting those types of episodes. For me, the return on investment wasn't great. And, you know, it gave me some pause to think about how I would do it again in the future if that's what I want to do. You know, initially, my plans for 2022 do not include doing those live streaming episodes. But what I want to do is I want to learn more on how to do every aspect of those uh, videos better so that, you know, they may not appear in 2022 again, but they may come back even better in uh, 2023. It's kind of odd to already be thinking about 2023, but I am. I'm weird like that. Another failure that I experienced this year 
was not getting all 30 episodes of National Novel Writing Month slash National Podcast Post Month. You know, I missed three days on those projects. Again, it came down to uh, timing and energy levels. I did get 44,000 more words down on the novel that I'm working on, and I'll continue to work on the novel until it's finished. Now, when I run down on energy, I don't want to put out a less than good episode. I don't want things to feel forced. What I did was rest and then took on the next challenge for the next day. Writing a novel isn't easy by any stretch of the imagination. And I really do enjoy the process. And I've you know, learned a great deal of respect for the authors that I enjoy reading. And the goal was not to turn myself into a novelist, but to get the experience underneath my belt and see what I could do. Sometimes you just need to go with that with a project and if it fails, then you look at the reasons why you decide if you want to try it again later on. For the for me, the answer is a resounding yes. And for from what I learned about my energy levels and planning my life around that type of project, I know better what it's going to take to succeed next year. Now, the last failure that I want to talk about, well, that's something I really didn't have too much control of, and I really didn't announce too much that I was going to do this, but I wanted to attend more art shows, you know, gallery openings and and whatnot, and talk with other local artists. Obviously, due to the pandemic and my medical conditions, it's a difficult thing to do, and I do need to protect my health as much as possible. But it's something that I really want to improve on on 2022. I want to talk to more local artists and, you know, get out there and be face to face with people. Because I think we all enjoy face-to-face interactions. Sometimes you can do it. Pandemic really pushed you know things to not happen. So yes, it is a failure, but there's ways around it that I could have uh, employed, and I wish I would have. But you know what? That's going to be happening in 2022. That brings me to what you're going to see for 2022. Now, my plan is to continue to do the National Poetry Writing Month because I'm a poet and I need to scratch that itch. That was my first, you know, uh, thing. Poetry was my first thing that I did in the world that I presented to the world. So it's obviously a very special thing for me. Also, I'm going to be doing the National Novel Writing Month slash National Podcast Post Month. Now, that's going to be 60 episodes on just those two projects alone, because if I'm going to ask you to create something and share it with the world, then I better do the same thing, don't you think? I'm also going to do about nine or 10 episodes of KDOI rebroadcast from uh, season three. These episodes are talks about concepts and art that I wanted to share with you since I closed down KDOI two years ago. Now, I'll also be doing 10 regular episodes, and I'm using quotes here, regular ones. And the topics and the months they're going to appear in are going to be as following. In January, we're going to be talking about going pro, and I have an interview already done uh, with somebody. Uh, In February, we're going to be talking about replenishing your energy. In March, we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. In May, we're going to talk about telling your story. In June, tapping into your creative child. In July, 
stealing or being influenced. August, we're going to talk about being ready when inspiration hits. September, creating out in the wild. In October, the necessity of experimentation. Now, if any of those topics spark interest in you, or if you've got special experience in any of those topics, please feel free to reach out to me and let's get you on the show and hear what you have to say and hear your thoughts on those topics. I'm also going to be running another podcast called Find a Podcast About. Now, in that podcast, I'll be reviewing binge-worthy podcasts and helping you outsmart the algorithm. I'm also going to put Clearly Up To's podcast kind of on the map. And that's my podcast where I talk about or perform an avant-garde podcast and find out what that sounds like. Now, it's my fun podcast. And this year, I definitely want to schedule it into the other two podcasts so that way I can make it actually happen. So yes, next year is going to be very busy running three podcasts and working on at least two podcasts for my day job. And initially, I thought podcasting wasn't that artistic. I thought it was just a vehicle to get my art out there. But here's the thing. I recognize the artistry of podcasting in its many forms, like, you know, creating the episode uh, images, um, promoting it, marketing it, scheduling, and idea creation. These are art forms all into themselves. Audio production, that's an art form into itself. You know, making the music for each of the podcasts. That's being a musician. That's an artist. So podcasting really is more than just a vehicle for me. It's actually become my art form of choice. So why am I planning all this work for 2022? Well, if I'm going to preach to you creativity, then I've got to be able to show you that I know what I'm talking about. Also, you know, I like to create new things. Like I said earlier, podcasting has become my art form of choice. And I hope you're going to find things to spark your creativity in 2022 and share this podcast with others in your life. Now, I know you uh, have enjoyed the uh, content that we put out in 2021, and 2022 is going to be even better. But here's my ask for you. I need you to subscribe to the show. And let me know what you need to tame your inner critic and create more than you consume. You can email me, timothy at createartpodcast.com, and let me know. Now, I'd like to wish you a happy holiday celebration, no matter how you celebrate. And I also want you to let me know what you're planning to do in 2022. If you need help planning your year, I'd be happy to give you a hand. Now that you know what's going on here at Create Art Podcast, go out there and create some art for somebody you love, yourself. Create Art Podcast is part of the Gagopod East Studios Podcast Network. Gagopod, where we've been helping creatives tell their story through podcasting since 2016. Check out all of our network shows at gagglepod.com. That's G-A-G-G-L-E-P-O-D.com. And let us help you tell your story through podcasting. <laughs>